Hello lovely souls. Welcome to the Two Souls One Chai podcast. With me Umair and my lovely wife Rabiel. This is a podcast where we talk about living a good story by sharing with you life and personal development advice. So grab a cup of chai and come join our conversations every Sunday evening. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast with Rabil, myself and our second guest on this episode is Rabil's good friend. Not good friend, best, best friend. <laughs> best best bestie Khatija. BFF in, in simple terms. You know so. before before we bring uh, Khatija on, uh, I think Rabil has written a few words in her honor. <laughs> No, I mean it's nothing great actually, but just it's like it's not a, great. Come on, it's a simple introduction just to introduce who my best friend is. All right, so now the world will <laughs> get know, to Khadija, know. You can laugh. Yeah, I'm like trying to hold my laugh. <laughs> and okay, and um, yeah, Rabil, you want to say something? Well, I just okay. I don't know how to like start this, but I've literally grown up with this human who wants to laugh right now, but is trying to control <laughs> her laughter. But I've known Khadija for twelve years, so we've literally grown up together. We have fallen together. We have we got up together. We've struggled together as teenagers as well, and then today we have blossomed blossomed into adults. <clears throat> Mashallah. Mashallah. <laughs> so. And to be honest, for me, more than a friend, she's a sister to me. She's a family I found outside of home, and so the reason why we call I wanted to call her. I mean, sorry, the reason why we wanted to call her here. I, I, I'm also just a guest on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why we wanted to call her here was because I personally have learned a lot from her, and I know a lot of young adults, especially young girls, you know, can learn a lot from Khatija. And at the same time, Two Souls One Chai is all about living a good story, and it can be anyone and everyone from all walks of life. So that is why today we called Khatija here, you know, so we can talk to her about living a good story and what's her take on it. So hi, Khatija. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I think, guys, she was just waiting for this moment. So uh, I practiced guys, it. <laughs> we will see you next week in this episode. It'll be solely done by Khatija. <laughs> Khadija is also in that game show host. Um, what game? What? So, so well, basically, game I found, show host I found my, my co-host. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Rabbi. I think they're on uh, the same uh, level. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, you know, welcome, Khadija. Thank, Thank you. you for. By the way, she can be your best friend as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we already are on the way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> mentally, we don't have to write the note. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm out of that picture. <laughs> Uh, you know, thank you so much, uh, Khadija, for joining us tonight on this episode. Uh, guys, uh, you know, before we actually start with this episode, we've been wanting to bring a guest on board and it actually took us a bit longer than what we expected to bring a guest uh, on this episode because Rabil and I have been thinking quite a fair bit on uh, the format of this show and who we really want uh, joining us on this uh, podcast. So, you know, uh, if you realize and if you listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, the guests are brought on are basically people, uh, whether they're CEOs, they're celebrities, people who have made it in life. And uh, that is the concept of a lot of shows and whereby the audience wants to listen to those people. But whereas for us, uh, which we mentioned earlier in the previous podcast, we want to bring on board people just like ourselves from every uh, part of life uh, and understand what's their take on living a good story. So, you know, and, and especially we did the first episode, we had an amazing guest, a friend of ours, uh, but we realized that, you know, people actually want to listen to the rawness. So yeah. today we don't actually have a notebook in front of us. It's going to be a raw conversation. If and there was a video right now, we are literally in our bedroom. Rabel and Khatija are on the bed. I'm just on a chair next to them. And we are recording this episode. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, um, the whole theme this week is about 
the whole theme this week is about uh, being an original and the past couple of weeks we've been reflecting on you know how can we improve our content especially the last guest episode we realized that although it was amazing we had a lot of co- uh, good content we learned a lot from our guests but it became a bit too formal and what we want to do from now onwards is to call guests who people can relate to easily and you know people from all walks of life and just talk about the simplicity of life and how you can live a better life in simple ways so i think that's the concept from now onwards yes and our guest is just looking at us in awe. she's like i think she's in awe no no she's more like when can i speak <laughs> <laughs> no actually can i say something i mean of course i'm the guest yes, <laughs> but i genuinely admire you guys so much for putting forth this channel where people can actually come and talk about their life what they've achieved so far and i'm sure people who are our age maybe slightly older as well will be able to relate to the content definitely thank you thank you so much you know so let's get started with you are the star of this episode so Woo-hoo. yeah let's get started let's get started rabel you want to ask the first question yeah so like the very first question as usual for us would be what is your take on living a good story what is living a good story for you Okay, so living a good life for me is actually to live uh, a day better than you did yesterday. You know, you can try to become a better version of yourself. You should always strive to become a better version of yourself. Only then I feel like you can live a good life because you should try to become better um, in terms of your career, in terms of your personal life. Uh, only then I feel like you can live a good life, a meaningful life. Actually, yeah, that that itself, it's a very good uh philosophy to living because life itself if you look at it it's like a race mm-hmm. it's it's a long term game and it's not about uh where you get uh, a milestones it's just live every day for itself and as long as you are better than yourself yesterday mm-hmm. you are your only competition so as long you live better i think that's a, that's a beautiful way of looking at i feel at it's easier that way in living life. a better life i just want to complete my sentence this <laughs> wife of mine doesn't let me complete my sentence so i'll complete my sentence I, no matter you what you know what i thought he's done and he, and he took my word i was going to say that i am a, i'm seeing this life by the way just <laughs> behind the scenes i, I, I speak i uh, articulate my words <laughs> okay so i feel like uh living in that manner is also kind of like stress free because uh, you only focus on today and the present moment and then whatever is supposed to happen in the next few years doesn't matter because you just focus on this day today and kind of like takes the stress away from your mind as well true your true competition is just yourself yeah you know my favorite movie is three idiots was <laughs> make line eh uh, life is a race agar <laughs> tum uh, aage nahi bhagoge to koi aur tumhare aage bhag jayega something like that I don't agree with that statement. That's only one thing in the entire movie that I do not agree with because your true competition is yourself and you should actually actively try to become better every day. Yeah. And I've then, learned a lot as well. Yeah, like I was not like this if you met me like 5 6 years ago. So was how this. were you previously? Yeah, that's like a good super, question. I was I was a very big critique of myself. I used to um low on low confidence low self esteem you know people pleaser actually you know i would try to please others not myself and that was suffocating that was incredibly suffocating um and a few years ago i decided you know enough is enough and Ra- i think rahul has played yeah. a humongous role in that I, she i mean i didn't say yeah because of that i just <laughs> said yeah because i feel like um khadija and i went through the same things during the same period i guess, mm-hmm. i guess because we're the same age we were in the same class so we same kind of grew, yeah we grew yeah. up together and i agree with khadija it's just not just her but even me 5 6 years ago i was also full of insecurities i feel like the same thing i was also putting myself down a lot too hard on myself and i feel like we have seen one another come to this um level of like self acceptance yeah, i feel I, like now there's a lot more self acceptance why why are you laughing i i just feel like both of you keep saying uh, we have the same age i feel like some learned <laughs> old man sitting no, here listening feel... to young kids <laughs> no, talking about life no i feel hey, your words are very fine not ours no, i feel like you because no you're four years older than us right <laughs> and <laughs> no my point is that we have 
grown up together so that mm. is why whatever she's went through in the past I actually went through the same things as well that is why I said that we fell together and we got up together yeah <laughs> I, I sense jealousy here yeah yeah you're yeah. right <laughs> why are you jealous <laughs> sorry you didn't grow up with us <laughs> I'm glad I did if I were otherwise I wouldn't be here <laughs> you were very amazing amazing I'm talking about you <laughs> I said we grew up the same way I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Khadija, actually, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Because you see, a couple of years back, you were your biggest critique. Mm-hmm. You were hard on yourself. How did you get yourself to have that mindset shift to who you are today? And the, the, the reason I'm asking this question is because a lot of youngsters today, and I always mention, you know, the, the TikTok generation, where you are on social media. My friend here is also a TikToker. Just by hey, no, no, it's a secret. I'm not. <laughs> uh, but later we will leak her TikTok. I <laughs> Guys, I'm going by. <laughs> but, you know, uh, today, especially kids from a very young age, they are born into this social media world uh, where competition and aspire to become better. And if you fail to meet the so-called standards set by society, they become the biggest critique uh, they are unable to handle pressure. Uh, I mean, just if, you, if you are based in Singapore and you were to read the papers here, the suicide rate among youngsters is on the rise. And I guess a lot of reasons yeah, will lead to it. Yeah. Uh, but being hard on yourself, being a critic, definitely pushes one down the alley. But how did you, you know, back to my question, get yourself to have that mindset shift? Yeah, um... It had a lot to do with self-acceptance, like what Rabel has mentioned. Because previously, when you don't have that self-worth, you do not know how much you're worth, you actually do end up listening to others. You start internalizing what others say about you. You start living the words that they, that come out of their mouth. So, like when Rabel mentions that we have grown up together, it literally means that we used to bring each other up, we used to you know motivate each other a lot. And... Now I know what my worth is. I know what... I'm feeling emotional. <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> I know I understand myself better now. At this, Of course, I don't say I'm completely perfect now. No, I'm, am I still a biggest critic of myself? Yes. Uh, but it's a healthy... I'm, I'm, I'm at a healthy relationship with myself. I don't go... I don't put myself down as much. I don't go too hard on myself. I know my limits. And I try to push myself just to test myself, you know, at work, mm-hmm. uh, in my personal life. I think I've grown a lot because I have this self-acceptance uh, that I've developed over the years. Um, and it's, it's not easy. I think it's very important for you to have a good support system. Which, by the way, if you guys listen to previous podcasts, you would know. <laughs> so someone does listen to our podcast. Yes, number one but, fan. <laughs> but I feel like before self-acceptance, what, what I mean personally for me was uh, having self-awareness, realizing that, you know, whatever critical thoughts I'm having about myself is not me. You know, those are thoughts that I kind of, like what Khatija said, I... Other people's words yeah, like that you internalize. Yeah, it, mm. yeah, internalize. So it's like other people's words that I, I inter- internalized growing up. You know, so that self-awareness then leads to self-acceptance that, hey, you know, I'm valuable just the way I am. I am valuable with all my flaws. It doesn't matter. I'm still valuable <laughs> as yeah. a human. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree with Khadija's point that, you know, self-acceptance is really the first step towards to basically yeah. self-acceptance is you are at a stage where you're ready to fly before you're not you know if any one of us at any stage of life if we are not able to accept where we are in life i don't think we can move forward because mm-hmm. uh, accepting yourself for who you are uh, basically allows you to get ready uh, moving forward because it's easy to live in denial especially in a world today where we live for the gram and you know, it's a whole, uh, it's, it's basically a different persona. But if you know who you are, then I guess uh, it allows you to get rid of your weaknesses, build them into strengths moving forward. Mm-hmm. I would also like to add on, like you mentioned, we live in a world of social media. It's very easy to go off track and try to want something that other people have, which is ideally what you want. 
but you know how much effort you are putting in you know you are giving your 100% so if the end result is not what you expect accept what it is learn from it and move forward like that's mm. what i would also advise Khadija five six years ago like hey you know you that know how much effort <laughs> that was my next question <laughs> dude your best friend for a reason <laughs> i was going to ask you you know like if you can go back in time what would you tell that khadija but you're the answer you're yeah, answering yeah, i mean simple with what doesn't kills you makes you makes stronger you but i feel like now especially social media is a lot more like has Glamorous. a lot more exposure than it was back then like when we were younger i don't think social media was such a huge thing So now it has a lot more influence on young girls mm. or young guys than it did when we were growing up. I mean we are not old yet but <laughs> when we were teenagers. Yeah. yeah, my I remember my time when we had friends and not could was just about <laughs> writing our friends walls or posting friends and nobody, some praise or and no one even comments on it. We're just like yeah. posting on our social wall. media. It's really uh, it's reality. It's a part of our life. Yeah, if you don't have this many followers, are you even valid? I had I have my cousin sisters, they are very young. I'm sorry Jamila if you're hearing this <laughs> but they they get stressed you know when they don't get enough likes they're like apa what time should i post this particular picture right what time do you Great think i'll get more <laughs> <laughs> i think we all have done that at we some point like that, yes. i remember in the past i would specifically post at 6 p.m. for some reason i don't know why or i'll be like never mind i'll post tomorrow since it's too late already but now whatever the time is i just post it because it's no longer for the likes it's just to share your happiness it's mm. just to share your gratitude for life but i guess it comes with time like it as teenagers does. you crave that attention you crave uh, validation validation Wow, hey, wow. I'm completing my sentence. <laughs> no wonder I love these guys. <laughs> Today I think is the first podcast I'm on chair. <laughs> just just letting two friends have a conversation. <laughs> but, but you know before we actually carry on with more questions, you all may be wondering uh, I think we got so excited with this uh, episode and Rabel's beautiful introduction. But I think Khadija would be good if you can actually give a quick uh, oh, yeah. intro about what you do, who you are, I think Because I think it'd be good that the audience know a little more about you. They can relate to um, because we all are young folks. Um, so, so you know. I like how you said we. Huh? You sure you're young? Always, bro. You're turning thirty. So how is that old? I mean, even if I live till sixty, I'm still halfway through, so it's okay. <laughs> oh my god! Where my dark humor? <laughs> oh okay, god! Don't know. I'm, I'm like I always think, why did I marry you? Oh my guys. You you may give you I should exit the room now. What's with that laughter? I have no comments. Are you moving on? Uh, yes, moving on. So Khadija, uh, you uh, tell, give us your introduction. <laughs> I think nothing tops your introduction, Rabir. Itni izzat mujhe aaj tak That's why I'm your fan. <laughs> you are for sure. It reminds me of sister. Govinda from that movie. Itni izzat. Itni izzat. Oh, mujhe aaj tak nahi partner. We just uh, we just need a rumal, right? Rumal. <laughs> Because he keeps crying in that movie, right? Oh yeah. It needs us. It needs us. We are actually really. By the way, Rabel uh, is probably a one on ten IMDb actress. Your acting is horrible. <laughs> Better than you. I don't want Ooh, to be an actor. Shots are fired. Oh. Anyway, moving on. Haram. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just like he hope yeah. Like how about action drama going on here? But you know, anyway, uh, before our audience thing, we all have gone nuts. Uh, why don't you give us an introduction mm. of yourself? I okay. I actually had something prepared, and then I realized I'm actually just an ordinary girl, you know, just like you. And I'm not some glamorous celebrity. I though I wish I was, but I'm <laughs> not. Right? I'm just a regular girl. In terms of what I do, I I'm a corporate slave. Do I love my work? Sure. Right. Diplomatic. Diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> But I've worked. Just don't mention your company. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna keep that specifics for another episode, maybe. But yeah, I'm just an ordinary girl trying to live my life better than I did the day before. Um, uh, and I, I, I work. Um, I'm a corporate slave, like I mentioned. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, but I try. I, I've I've learned through working actually. 
uh, for me, this is for me. It's not necessarily the same thing for everybody. But for me, I've learned what my limits are. How much can I push myself? Which is why I am what I am right now. Which is why I know what my worth is. Because I know how much I can push myself. I know how much or how hardworking I actually am. And yeah, that this through this journey of... Um, being a copper slave, I've realized. <laughs> but uh, just sorry, sorry to interrupt. But maybe you can share like what do you work as? You don't have to share Girl. the company, but just the the work. <laughs> sure. The okay. Job I, I work. I work in supply chain, um, and I work in a chemical company. I think I can't give you any more specifics. I will get in trouble. <laughs> I will get in massive trouble. But yeah. So supply chain. If people uh, listening would know how volatile it is and how incredibly crucial it is for any company because if it's not done right you know you lose sales i won't again go into specifics because this is not an education channel but yeah it's a very volatile department to be in it's very challenging so yeah through through this um working experience i've managed to actually improve myself my self-worth has been tested actually you know so you know, we always say you should carry your deen and dunya together. I think through this dunya aspect of my life, my deen part has actually tremendously uh, improved because Khudasim um, helped Ayodhya every day. But I think I agree with this. Like Your struggles kind of brings you closer to Allah. And that's right? how you live your good life, actually. You know, you start accepting tawakkal to Allah. Oh. I had this word, I wanted to bring it up. It's so important because, you know, you realize you are giving your 100%. You know, the outcome is actually what Kuda wants, right? You give your best, that's what you need to do. But then what happens, what's the outcome is what what's planned for you. So yeah, Tawakkal to Allah was, uh, is, is like my motto in life. That's what I had, that's a mantra I have. Why are you basically, laughing? No, because it's the same for me. <laughs> because basically it means, you know... Uh, Having faith in God, in mm-hmm. Allah, I mean, uh, if you look at it uh, from any angle, whether you are a believer of a religion or you are not, and I think the best example is this COVID pandemic that we're going through right now. We have the best of brains in human history, um, the top-notch scientists working on it today, but we are still limited by our knowledge, our understanding of this virus uh, one small little virus that has uh, shook the whole global mm-hmm. economy. People have lost their lives. And at the end of the day, is what the, the thing that really holds you true is faith. You know, it's faith in someone, something bigger than us. Uh, and as Muslims, we believe uh, to actually have the faith in your God. Uh, whereas you try your best, leave the results to to Him. Yeah. So I, I guess that that is the most important thing. Whether you're a believer or not, I think it's like there are know. always times when things are beyond our control, mm. uh, despite doing our best. You know... <clears throat> Sometimes it's just best to let go of the outcome. Sometimes the more we run after the outcome the further away we go from it. and some, and You lose yourself, I feel like, in the Yeah, process. and sometimes it's just knowing that, okay, you have done your utmost, your best, and then just leaving it to Allah. And I feel the reason why I was, I was smiling earlier is because I have the same motto, which is, <laughs> you know, have faith in Allah. When uh, I was struggling a lot, I mean, whether it's for personal reasons or, you know, any basically in any aspect it was always you know even if i can't see the future even if the future seems bleak mm. knowing that anyway the outcome is not in my hands it's in allah's hands and so that kind of reassures my heart that okay you know i've got allah's back but that so, doesn't mean you like just be like oh, to Allah, kuch nahi karo. no just still yeah still, do the, work. Work, still yeah, do the hard work still do the i mean, I mean you, you can't just go into the forest and sit down under yeah tree, no still do hoping the work. i will get food three times a day <laughs> you yeah, basically go and hunt hard. you go and gather yeah. and then leave the results to him at the end of the day yeah. well you know i, I think well, they, that's they, got deep <laughs> yeah yeah this, this this conversation that we're having today is quite deep and it's quite uh, natural. I mean, just one question after the other. Al Rabil, mm-hmm. what is the next question you have for your dear friend? Well, my next question is it's kind of a good link. Is um, 
have you ever struggled with something and you know whatever the struggle may be how did you get through it struggle giving up my best friend to me <laughs> no she didn't give up i'm still her best friend and i always be her best friend umar no no i'm Remember not why i told you i'll third wheel you for life <laughs> yeah that, that's part of our nikah also <laughs> yeah it was somewhere there yeah, on the somewhere. contract so okay it's like so basically is there anything you struggled with or you know any failures you faced in life and how did you get past it Yeah um I feel like I might I would probably have to repeat myself here of course like when I was at the lowest in my life I used to put myself down a lot if I didn't if the outcome was not what I had anticipated so I, honestly everything seemed like a failure then everything I did was not good enough in my eyes in other people's eyes and other people's expectations of me and then once I started to have this self acceptance this tawakkul to Allah moment in my life right and then i i soon realized that i am actually giving my 100% you know aage jo hota hai khuda ki khuda mercy yeah khuda allah's will sorry i keep switching to urdu <laughs> it's just very natural to talk in urdu with tabel but uh yeah so so yeah previously everything seemed like a failure which mm-hmm. is why which is actually what leads you to thinking you are just useless Just on, I think self talk is really important. The way important. the way you talk to yourself is what makes you is what determines your decisions, the decisions you make in your life. Mm. It depends a lot on the thoughts that goes on in your mind. If it's negative, most of the time your decisions turn out negative as well. Because so self talk is really important. Yeah, I feel like if you talk to yourself negatively you will actually only accept words which are negative as well you attract the same yeah, things yeah you attract and then if you if you have this affirmation uh, with yourself positive affirmations every day you will actually start hearing positive things around you you will start accepting positivity around you good energy law of attraction law of attraction that's something <laughs> we've talked about before as well yeah i think it's incredibly important to understand yourself which i think if you guys listen to their podcast they will teach you how <laughs> but um, yeah we talked about self acceptance and awareness sorry self awareness a lot yeah it's very important yeah i think that's what a young generation really struggles with because i think and it's also because you know that there's competition all around you singapore singapore is like i think a hub of <laughs> competition like there is no place school work personal life everywhere there really, is it all boils down to your environment right? yeah that's where it all stems from your environment and the people around you yeah i i guess you know especially if you're living in fast paced cities around the world uh whether a city like singapore tokyo hong kong life is fast uh and because they they are economic hubs so it's just I think from day one, you know, from uh, the point when we start our education uh, and all the way before we enter the workforce, it's about getting yourself prepped for that. Uh, there are people that that love this lifestyle. They love the chase. They love the rat race. Uh, but on the other hand, there are people that do not uh, survive this long enough. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I've had friends who who themselves. Um, join big auditing firms but within 3 to 5 years they take a step back although the money is good the lifestyle could be good but uh, at the end of the day you need to understand what your priorities are and if at, at any point you start losing yourself whether spiritually mentally emotionally or physically i think it's about time that you review because at the at the end of the road when you towards the end of your journey you look back and if you spend about 20 30 years hustling um did you really live a good story i mean i mean you know they living a good story is different for everyone but there needs to be a fine balance between work family friends Unless work is what they are way of living a good life mm. it's like a yeah, good story you know i always believe you know very interesting that if there weren't people like this our global economy thousands of people would not have been employed <laughs> mm-hmm. i know people who work 16 18 hours and they love their work so i'm like i, I wouldn't do that um and one of the reasons i love my work is because there's a good work life harmony i don't use the word balance because balance you try to toy around with the balance but i think there's a good harmony between my work and life but if there weren't people life, like this life being me i being you i mean work alert. life <laughs> 
your life, I'm your life. <laughs> wow. And, and, and you know, yeah. And there's harmony as well. <laughs> I've surrendered to harmony. <laughs> I mean, every time Omar is like taking a break, instead of playing games, I just, I mean, usually when he's taking a break from work, he likes to play games, but I like to go and interrupt him and say hello <laughs> because he works from home. So it gives, so yeah, there is harmony. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's how it is. Ah, wow, a lot of deep, deep conversation. Yeah. Like I'm trying to digest. You know? I, I I didn't expect this conversation to go <laughs> See, so. See, we're quite mature. Me. We're quite mature. <laughs> we're not kids, man. Who we are have you trying time. to prove to? I you. didn't ask you. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I think Omar by secretly thinks we are very, we are still that childish. Yeah, but we're duo. we're not. Right no, now. no, I'm sure. Now. I mean, we can be kids too, but we can also have. I'm sure both of you are very. Good grown up. I mean, young, you can see. I mean, you can see the women. byproduct. You see, <laughs> oh, oh, we've grown up. Oh, <laughs> Alhamdulillah. We have one last question. And what is that? And one la- one last question is, uh, what are you curious about these days? What are you interested in, or any new interest that you have developed recently? Uh, there are two things that I really uh, read up on a lot. Or watch a lot of. Uh, one is super deep and dark. One is more on the lighter side. Which one do you want to know? <laughs> Both. Let's get to. Let's do the let's lighter start, one. No, let's start with the dark one. Okay. And then we are on the light. Yeah, one. yeah, that's right. Okay, sure. Um, so this wouldn't actually be a news to most of the people here. That that within, like even in twenty first century, there is a lot of torture that females go through and when I say torture I really mean in every single country city in the world it's not just the country that I belong to it's just that I've been reading a lot on that particular country so these days um but yeah I just you know I always wonder it's 21st century why are females still subjected to so much uh, inequality torture be it emotional physical uh you know around the world and I still cannot find my answer. I, I still do not understand. I've read so many articles on this, you know, that men are always hungry for power. They cannot accept females who are, um, who, ha- who hold more power, you know, in terms of physical power, monetary power, emotional power over them. Though I do, I'm not, say, I'm not saying all men before people start being like, you know, no, not all men are trying I know. Um, I'm very lucky to be surrounded by really good men. I'm not saying all men are trash, but I feel like in this day and age, women have become very cautious in in the yeah. sense that all men are trash until proven otherwise, or maybe it's just my my way of thinking. Uh, I'm very cautious of who, which guy is talking to me now. You know, be it my own friend, be it my my future partner, or you know, I'm very cautious of how they think. Previously, we were just very carefree, you know. And we don't have that with females. We are very accepting. We do not have any sort of fear with females. Um, and you would think that at this day and age, people, you know, men and women t- together will be conquering world. But still, it's not there, you know? There's still Fe- some sort of inequality. Yeah, we still live in fear. Like when we do, I really want to travel the world and I'm so down for solo travels. I am okay with it. My mom is not okay with it. My father is not okay with it. When I ask why, they're like, like, do you do you actually feel safe? And even though if I even though I say yes, deep down I know I'm not. You know? So yeah, that so this is the dark side that I'm still trying to figure out. Why are females still suffering? Um yeah, that's the dark part. <laughs> no, it's actually quite a, a it's deep actually a one. It's a sad reality. It's actually. very sad. But I, I think, you know, before the audience are thinking, me being the only man in the room, why am I quiet? <laughs> uh, no, no, like I said, not all men. The person who makes me very happy is also a man. But I'm not, I'm not saying every man is like yeah, definitely, that. Definitely, yeah. But I, I, I think, uh, you know, this is not a problem that it started today. It has been there from day one. Um, the the first murder that happened on earth, I mean, according to Islam, according to Quran, was because there was a woman involved and two jealous men. Mm-hmm. Um, before Islam came about, you look in Arabia, men were always uh, dominant, women were tortured, 
woman had no value. Uh, and I think it, it has been part of human history. Countries have been conquered. Tribes have been erased because men uh, wanted to prove something. And, and today, because we live in a day and age where social media is uh, easily accessible to everyone, we can see in society um, the, the, the pain that women go through. So I, I think if you look at it, um, it's somehow our society has made men to believe that they are dominant over everything. Uh, if you look, I mean, from the teachings of Islam itself, um, a, man, a man has a special place within society. A woman has a special place within society. It's quite interesting because Islam tells uh, a child that heaven lies beneath the feet of your mothers. But it's the same sex that we want to torture, you don't want to respect. Uh, I mean, if people are saying that men are not tortured, I think that is also absolutely wrong. There are a lot of cases if you look at men being abused. But today I think the center is how uh, I think especially we all are affected in some way uh, because we, I think we mentioned last week as well, there have been some unfortunate incidents that happened in Pakistan, uh, in, in the capital city itself, Islamabad, we saw um, women losing their life. And, and it, it is from all aspects of society. It doesn't mean whether, uh, you know, according to Pakistani standards, you're part of the liberal society or you're from the ultra-conservative society. Mm. Everywhere that the interesting, yeah. the, 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 not the interesting. I'll say the sad thing is, women in every part of society it's from, from every is sector, going, not just the not just the upper class, but even middle class women. Mm. Low, that is what I'm low, saying. You know, yeah, it's from it's, every. It's, it's not whether you're a liberal or you're ultra conservative. It's every part of society, and and I think what has happened is in society we have uh, lost our moral compass. Mm. Uh, because if you look, as you know, uh, you know, as Muslims, if you look at it, the the first time the women start getting rights is after Islam uh, prevailed over Arabia. Mm. Before that, a, a girl was killed mm. alive. She had no value. In fact, I think Islam is what came up. Islam is what came up with the whole idea of women having right in terms of inheritance as well. Yeah. Before that, women didn't have any rights if their husband, let's say, passed away. They don't get anything. So yeah. I feel Islam has really brought uh, that into light, like giving women a lot of rights. But somehow we're, we're forgetting that. Back. I feel somehow like we're forgetting that. It's like culture it. over Islam. It's like yeah. we're going back to the times of ignorance. It yeah. feels like that. And I, and I think it's nothing to do with religion. It's more of culture, like culture, what you said. It's yeah. our culture that kind of distorted all of this. I um, know we usually say if you're educated, if you if you live in an educated environment, educated society, this will not, never happen. But look at what happened, right? Hmm. We, we see lower class women getting tortured. And then we think, you know, men are not educated. That's why they are behaving this way. But it's but, happening in the, yeah, the upper, upper class, class as well. well. Where are we safe? <laughs> Which, so I feel what, like what? It, maybe it's not, nothing to do with education. It's more of Morals and it's your morals because if if you look at it, uh, parts around the world, if you go to the maybe you know, it's say that the Bedouins in Arab in Arabia, their moral compass could be a lot higher than someone living in New York City, in London, in Sydney, because education does not guarantee moral compass, education gives you exposure, but moral compass is something that is ingrained in you, in your community, in your society mm -hmm. uh, from young. So, and I think other, uh, sorry, in, in, like in Urdu, they say, Pare like jahil. Hmm. You are an educated, but you are illiterate. Illiterate, yeah. I couldn't find a good word for jahil. <laughs> but, yeah. but I feel like a lot of times our societies is putting too much, uh, like, too much efforts on just education, but they're not teaching uh, kids especially how to regulate their emotions. And I feel like a lot of times women are told to regulate their emotions. Women are told to manage their suppress, emotions. Suppress but for, their emotions. Yeah. yeah. And, but then for oh, men, right. they just kind of, you know, let them be and kind of justify the aggression because, oh, they're guys, they can be aggressive. But actually, 
both male and uh, women should learn how to regulate their emotions not just for females but for men as well yeah. i feel like a lot of problems comes from there as well because guys think that uh because they're men they can be angry they can show their anger but actually men and women both should know how to manage their emotions and this has to be corrected as a society you know you, we need to call these kind of aggressive men out like hey what you're doing is not right and well i think it all starts from your upbringing right yeah yeah it's, so like we as a generation there. we as a society like abage inshallah but yeah. you know maybe maybe our kids we yeah. can teach both the sons and the daughters how to be more emotionally intelligent well i will i hope inshallah. that it gets better um, but, but a dark side in me um, believes otherwise I mean, what 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 I feel is that um, it's it's as if society is on a downhill uh, until something doesn't happen and we do not hit a reset button. Uh, every aspect of our life will keep going going downhill, and I think that's that's But one of the reasons. But don't you think COVID is a reset button? Nah, it's it's, well? it's just like a level you can't pass. No, but you know what? I feel like with social media coverage. A lot more people are getting educated about these things. Like, would you have imagined what is happening in Palestine? Sorry, I feel like this yeah. has become very political. But no, I feel like you wouldn't very, know. It's a very good podcast. Yeah, we're it, discussing anything and everything. <laughs> what? Yeah, just just so that more three of us don't disappear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> Why would we disappear? Politically, you must be politically correct. Nah. This is not a politically. This is not a political podcast. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, all I'm saying is, you wouldn't have known what's happening, like actually happening in yeah. Palestine, if it was not for social media. There's yeah, a definitely. lot more exposure now. Yeah, I feel like Omar, uh, but things might get better. You know, you know I'm actually quite, I'm optimistic. actually quite, I, yeah, I'm quite optimistic and idealistic, and Omar is very like <laughs> overly no, realistic. No, you see, no, for me there are two parts. Uh, I I believe you should always work, but there's always this part of me that it's a bit of dark. That's like no, but know. I feel right. It's not about changing the world. The the least I mean, the least we can do is change ourselves and our you know future. I mean, our offspring's and all. So that's I think we should well, start yeah, there. I'm, start I'm, I'm, there, I mean, and then jokes, maybe the world will change. Jokes, jokes aside, uh, it always starts within. I think I mentioned in one of the podcasts or videos. He's back to the light side. Um, <laughs> Lighter side. Yeah, let's switch back. I mean, I mean. <laughs> If you try to change the world, it's not easy. But if you start change from within yourself and people next to you, uh, that's how you can change world. And two souls, one child itself is initiative where you know we can give back something to the world with our amazing friends, family, guests that join us on this journey. Uh, you know, it's just about us speaking candidly. uh different perspectives and and see how we can make society better around us well now since we're on the light side why don't you share with us the fun and light stuff that you're learning now is it something to do with korean dramas no okay you're drawing you're drawing you know oh, that's like a thank you by the way should i just give myself a shout out here yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Should, you should you uh, should no later we should tell them how they can reach out to you oh Wow, okay, cool. <laughs> no, actually what I'm really interested in these days is DIYing. So I I watch a lot of YouTube videos on how to DIY around your own house. Hmm. So because I'm a Guju as well, I like to see how I can reuse, recycle a lot of For things. For those who don't know Guju is Gujarati. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I I just really like the idea of recycling what you already have around your house and you know, I, this is something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to Save the earth. Save the <laughs> yeah yeah. Save Are you still earth. using your metal straws? I am <laughs> yes, and wooden spoon and fork. I do not use plastic as much as I can. Use you your hands too. is the best. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> nothing tastes better than when you eat with your hands. Uh, yeah, well, I've always like you know really been interested in setting up my own house one day, inshallah. So this I've gone back to YouTube, watching videos of people painting their house, you know, setting up their own house. So yeah, that is something that I'm really into these days. Mm-hmm. Well, that that is interesting. I I'm mean, very I, creative I, like that. <laughs> I, I I think today uh, when the audience listens to this. episode there there are a lot of highs and lows yeah. from suddenly very dark uh, theme we switched to a but this is how it one. is right when we call our friends over we talk about anything and everything it's I mean, not just one specific I mean, topic i mean yeah at the end of the day, uh, 
the key to start living a good story is having exposure in everything that's going around you. Um, being well informed. Being well informed, yeah, mm-hmm. and form your own opinion based on the facts that you see around yourself. In every society or community, there are the goods and the bads. Um, so it's about us. Of you know, it's, it, it comes. It all boils down to what we want to extract out of society, and what we want to inject into society at the end of the day. So yeah, take the good, leave the bad. Mm. Indeed. Well, you know what, guys? Uh, we are almost forty-five minutes into this wow. episode, so <laughs> now we will be. This is why it's hard to keep it bite-sized. We just have a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. You know, uh, I think Khadija, thank you so much for coming over, and can't wait to have pizza after this. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm I, I, I say that in like every podcast episode, every yeah, YouTube video. Booker. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> we, by the way, dress drank chai mm. and, and had snacks. This, yeah. yeah, but I'm still hungry. You know, uh, I, what I want to say to the audience that's listening, one one thing that that, that really uh, that I, I liked from this conversation that we had is. Is someone uh, you know as young as yourself um, having an approach to life where you see both sides of the coins? Because a lot of people today uh, they just focus on one side of life uh, and they're just running towards it. Uh, too much of anything is not good. But yourself, you see both the sides of life. You especially like you know when you mention. Uh, when I asked you for an introduction, you said you're a corporate slave. Um, to, to, to that, to actually your interest of what you're doing today, uh, I think it really sums up uh, how one should actually be learning and trying to live a good story each day. Uh, each day is a blank new page. And continue writing your beautiful story on that. Um, what a beautiful way to end <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Thank you. I'm shy. You know, before we end, uh, Khadija, if any of the audience members would like to connect with you uh, or, you know, just have a conversation with you, uh, learn more on, on, on the DIY stuff <laughs> or, or what you've been reading as, as you quoted uh, the, the dark stuff, how could someone connect with you? Right. I'm I'm a very nice, friendly person, so you can reach me on uh you can reach me at Khadija Ja on Instagram. How how would you spell that? K H A D I I J A underscore J A. That's your Instagram handle. That's my Instagram handle. You can reach me there and I would love to chat with you. About life. About life. And art. And art. <laughs> Over a cup of chai. Over, well, I am not that good of a chai maker. As yeah, you guys. guys. No, uh, no, uh. no. Wow. <laughs> Khadija adds salt <laughs> in <laughs> chai instead of sugar. So now, I think before the secret starts revealing. Uh, I think my... it's a good point to end this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. My, my cat's out of the bag. Mm. I was trying to find some mistakes that Rabil has done. Making chai. I don't think I make mistakes in chai. Oh come on! You are a one. Yeah, but you got lost. So where where? When yeah. you have Google Maps, I don't want to. No one. We're talking about chai right now. No, we're yeah. talking about. We're talking about chai. We're just right finding salts. Yeah, we are just finding salts now. <laughs> yes, yes. So you got lost. Rabbit got lost in Singapore. CBD area. With Google Maps. With Google Maps. She called me crying. Me too. <laughs> I actually call... So the only two people I call when I'm in trouble. <laughs> Omer and Katija. I was like, I'm lost. What am I supposed to do? I just want to take the train and go back home. I couldn't find MRT station either. I was lost and I was literally wearing my workout attire. I told her Google in Maps. CBD, in in like, Central Business on. District. You know, Rabbi is so bad. In directions. Okay, I know I'm bad. Let's we, move on. We, we, we go down for no, a walk. No, no, now we need to talk and, about it. You know, whenever we go for a walk, I tell Rabel, which is our block? She oh. points at the wrong block. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad no, she No, is. not bad. That's how uh, trusting I am. Like, I trust Umar so much that I know he will lead me to the right place. If not me, then who? Exactly, yeah. You I mean, have been doing this with yeah. me as well. Yeah, that's girl. why I trust you as well. So you just don't trust yourself, lah. 
No, not, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we shall leave this episode and question and ponder upon pizza. Just, just in terms of directions, I don't trust myself. Sure, sure, sure. All right, guys. You know what? Uh, we like to thank our guest Khatija for joining us on this ninth episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast. Uh, if you, you know, if you are joining us today for the first time, uh, this is a podcast where Rabil and I. Uh, we share about living a good story. We bring on our friends. Uh, we have a conversation with them. Everything is unscripted. It's candid. Uh, and that's what we will continue doing. Uh, if you like this show, you know what? Uh, like it, follow it. Uh, go to our website uh, for more information. And coming right up after this is the outro. So till then, Till we see you next week uh, on another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast where we complete our first 10 episodes inshallah uh, you guys take care and we'll see Allah Hafiz later on so wait up alright wait <laughs> up cheers you know I actually hit the stop button and then till our guest realized she has yet to thank us so please all the praise come <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for you're, calling me. You're welcome. For for feeding me chai, snacks, and pizza later. <laughs> I think we are so hungry. You're like, bas yaar, chalo, No, it's always a great time talking to you guys. I feel like, I feel like we can talk about everything and anything. And I'm so happy that Umar Bhai is just equally chatty. So you know, it doesn't feel like he's just you know sometimes stuck talks, in between. Sometimes two he talks ladies. more actually. But today, I think you probably guys, you guys can probably see I was more silent. <laughs> I was letting the two friends having their, have the conversation. Thank you very much. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Wait till I call my friend. You I'll sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much. It was a great end to a Thank very you so much. Thank you for coming week. and sharing all of this with us. Yes. You're very welcome. Thank you. And we hope to fun. see you again on this podcast or the video. Uh, sometime in the near future. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we can have a challenge. Oh, yeah. I can Who be the host. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, actually, you know, while, oh, yeah. while, while we were speaking, I was thinking, you're quite good with your voice. You would be a good podcast. Very animated. Or we can have a challenge. Who knows me better, my husband or my best friend? Oh, that's going to be so I interesting. I think that is something that we should do. Yeah, I think so too. So No pressure. Was, so basically, you will see Khatija very soon. <laughs> or you can, you know, just... And, and you'll see her competitive side too. Oh, bhai, you're going down. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> I think we should end this because I'm really hungry right now. Yes, guys, and I think your cup of chai has finished. By now. By now, I hope so. <laughs> Uh, and you know what just wait for the outro if you want to reach out to Rabil and I uh, it's in the outro so don't go yet don't go yet just stay around the corner bye 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 (laughs) thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to follow and subscribe to us And if you found something of value, do share it on your social media platform and tag us. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Moreover, we would like to thank Anchor which allows us to create these amazing episodes and bring it to you all. And if you have any questions or thoughts, hit us up on hello at twosoulsonechai.com and don't forget to follow our website for more content each week. Till then, take care and and Allah Allah Hafiz. Hafiz.